welcome to the Open Paddock Rallycast presented by Oz Rally Pro. This is episode number 95 and it's part one of our review of the 2021 Snowdrift Rally. And in this episode, we chat with Steve and Katie Gingrass, Santiago Iglesias, Mark Pietkowski, Fabrizio Mirandola, and Ryan Booth. So pull up a chair for some stories of thrills and spills at the virtual rally pub we call the Rallycast. Greetings, I'm your host, Mike Shaw, and this is part one of a series of interviews I did with uh, several teams right after Snowdrift. In addition to talking about how the event went for them, I went ahead and uh, also asked them what it was like using the new RallySafe system, which is timing, tracking, and SOS services. We start off with Stephen and Katie Gingrass, who unfortunately had a role in their number 12 Subaru uh, on the second loop followed by number 305, driver Santiago Iglesias, who once again put on an outstanding snowdrift performance, winning the limited two-wheel drive class in a rear-wheel drive BRZ, no less. Then we chatted with national uh, NA four-wheel drive winner, uh, Mark Pietkowski, in the number 35 Subaru. He claims that Michigan has ice that's like no other. From there, I talked to probably the most jovial competitor in the snowdrift rally, and that is Fabrizio Marandola. Uh, Fabrizio won the regional open two-wheel drive class in one of the most fun cars that was out there. And that's the little Fiat 500, car number 695. And he's just quite the character and, and obviously was having a lot of fun. We round out part one of our review show with Ryan Booth, who started out best of the rest behind the factory Subarus and Barry McKenna. But unfortunately, it all came to an early end. We'll be right back with these stories right after this. Go, five right short over crest into second small crest, 40, full F plus nips. Hi, this is Alex and Rihanna Gelsomino from Oz Rally Pro, advanced rally training. Are you new to rally or have you been rallying many years? No matter what your experience, we can progress you further. Our classes are team training, driver pace note training, or co-driver training that are tailored to each individual or team. Email osrallypro at gmail.com for further details. Steve Gingress, how are you doing? Not as good as we were about six hours ago. Yeah, tell us your story. What happened? Well, we started 25th on the road. So uh, if anybody that has ever been to Snowdrift knows that the top, the top cars polish the heck out of the road so that we're at a huge disadvantage by running way in the back. And... Uh, after the first four legs, we had we had worked our way up. To, we were actually 15th overall. The organizers had given us permission to jump up to 15th in the regroup, but then they canceled the re, basically canceled the regroup because they were behind schedule. So we, oh. even though we had permission to move up, we kind of got screwed and we weren't moving up. We weren't moved up. So, so were you actually passing cars on stage then? No, we never actually got to do that. We got close enough where the rally safe uh, triggered the. Um, press the pass button, but we weren't close. We didn't feel like we were close enough to the other competitor we were catching to be able to, to actually do that. But we were, we had the, we had the press the pass button illuminated for us. But yeah, we put a minute on the car ahead of us on the, on stages. Stages one and two were really short. Stages three and four were longer, and we actually caught caught the car ahead of us. Put a minute on them on two consecutive stages, and then uh, we got screwed at the regroup, or we didn't, we weren't able to actually move up at the regroup, even though we had permission from the clerk of the course to do so and then uh we caught the they caught the car ahead of us on the the next stage and we they let us pass them in the control and then we caught the next car on the next stage and they had agreed to let us pass them in the control but we we somehow gained a minute window so it didn't matter mm. and um, on stage three we were things were so working so well i was driving the be best stage actually of the day so far lincoln corners Staying in the middle of the road, not hardly touching anything, carrying a lot of speed through the corners, feeling really good about what we're doing. And I was breaking going into a corner. You know, mm -hmm. we're one corner. We're going into the corner before the finish. And I, I touched the brakes to slow down well in advance, like 100 yards before the corner. We're trying to slow down because we're carrying so much speed. And uh, the car, uh, the car, slid sideways a little bit and we climbed up a bank and the skid plate folded under the car oh geez and it that 
threw the car sideways and we're still going probably 60, 70 miles an hour. And then the car barrel rolled down the stage a little bit and we ended up up driver's side door down facing the wrong direction in the middle of the stage. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, Katie got to join the uh, on the roof club. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. I was gonna ask her about that too. <laughs> oh no, you didn't get back out there, so it sounds like the car is uh, hurting a bit. Um, did you, you? You did multiple rolls then to get to that into that position. When we when we first went off, the huge cloud of snow. I mean, we were really disoriented on where what was really happening until until it landed on my window and my window shattered. But we we're pretty sure we went over like one and three quarter times or one and a quarter, whatever that would be. One and three quarters. Yeah, yeah, all the way over and back on the driver's side door. Yeah, so wow. So, so we we can see where the skid plate dug in, and then there's not there's no marks in the snow for like you know 30 to 40 feet. Then there's actually only mark in the snow is like a perfect imprint of the of the of the rear spoiler, and there's like another 10 feet, and then you can see where the car hit and then did other stuff and landed in the middle of the road. Oof. Well, does this mean we need to have Katie driving next time? Yes. No. <laughs> uh, Katie, what was the experience like for you? Because, uh, yeah, you, you've now um, been added to the club. I thought we were doing really great up into that corner. Everything felt like you were flowing really good. And then um, we, we'd gone up on a couple of the banks earlier, and we hadn't gone over then. So I was like, oh, it's it's fine. We're going to be fine. We're going, we've done this earlier today. We'll be fine. And then we went over a little bit and then it's like, Oh, we're really going over. And we just slipped a couple of times and it was like, all right, time to get out now, I guess. Open the door. He had to yell at me to put the route book down and climb out. So. Yeah. Getting out of a car on its side. That's not very easy, is it? I thought it was going to like fall and, hit him in the face or something but no she had she stood on me to get out up the door and push the door open and then get out of the car and then i had to get out of the car and she's like you know we're in the middle of the road i know hurry up get out uh well the important thing is that both of you guys are okay and it sounds like the folks with the rally safe thing automatically checked in on you guys and all that stuff so so i guess it shows that system kind of works pretty well as far as from the emergency side of things although Standard protocol probably would have still applied. You know, next car shows up pretty quick after that, right? I mean, it's only one minute gap, so actually, um, it still took a while for them to get to us. I mean, we were we were still way back in the pack, and we were really fine. So uh, it's true. If you were catching the car in front of you, it's more like two minutes, right? We were well out of the car. It, it, it took us forever. It took well, Katie got out. It took Katie a while to get out. Then I had to get un, unhooked and get out. And I got out, and I was picking up pieces of the car before anybody got there. Wow! I ran down half that straight away. And by ran, I mean walk. <laughs> it's not like you can ran, run in those conditions. <laughs> well, like I said, I, I'm happy you guys are okay. Um, so how's the car? Uh, like I said, you guys didn't get back out there, but... Um... Well, we had a 45-minute stage time for that stage. Oh, but 49. 49. We still, we still got the stage time, but every every body panel on the car is dented except for the trunk but the cage looks the cage looks pretty straight we actually drove it out of there and drove it back to service and uh really cold with no side windows in january but or february but it was, anyway uh so the car is basically i mean uh i don't know yet yeah. but uh certainly the certainly the roll cage did its job and the car is fairly straight you know we try to design the roll cage as a subframe not just the roll cage and uh that Definitely did his job. So, uh, you know, you might see this car out there again, and unless we decide it might be cheaper just to start over with new shells. Aside from that, uh, how was this snow drift, I guess, compared to others you've done in the past? I mean, just as far as how it was set up, obviously, you know, it was condensed doing a one-day thing. But what did you think of the, the route as a whole before uh, the incident? Well, we knew that with running, running, a, running the rally multiple stages or three times, that we had planned that it was going to get really icy. So we had planned for glare ice tires. And it was absolutely the right decision. I mean, we were, you know, once once I came to grip and got my driving back to where it should be, because it's still a learn, little bit of a learning process every time you get back in the car. Um, like Katie said, things were flowing well, and we were doing good. And I was trying to be on the conservative side, but we were we were taking jumps at 100, 100 plus miles an hour, and man, I don't think I've ever gone that fast here before. Wow! So definitely confidence was high. Yes, it was. And I still feel like we were still, 
despite what happened, I still feel like we were trying to be conservative. I was breaking going into a corner. It's not like I was trying to go through a corner stupid fast and I misjudged it and we did something really stupid. It was trying to be safe and trying to slow down before the corner and it just got away from me. Yeah, one thing I noticed about that glare ice, just, uh, you know, I was looking at the, the fastest times for, you know, the, or the stage winning time, you know, for stage one, then became stage five, you know, stage nine. It was a full minute slower, and that's for the top Subaru guys to do that mm-hmm. one stage. That's not that long, right? So yeah, it's like it, seven miles or six and a half. Yeah, six and a half miles, and it a full minute longer for them to complete that stage. So, well, we were only we were only like fifteen seconds slower second time. Yeah, but we our oh, first yeah. running of stage one was yeah. not as good as it should have been. And you got to remember though, by the time we were, we started 25th on the road, by the time we got there, the roads were already polished and buffed, and that's what they that's what they saw the second time through. So yeah, so we were at a huge disadvantage right from the start, and we still had, were managing to climb the leaderboard. Well. Here's to hoping you guys can get that thing, uh, you know, sorted, you know, take a good look at it, and you find there's less wrong with it than uh, you fear, and we see you back out there soon, okay? Very good. Well, thank you very much, Mike. Mr. Santiago Iglesias, how you doing? I am exhausted. I'm very happy. (laughs) Well, you had one exciting snowdrift rally following your time's all day. Normally, I'd say all weekend. I'd say everything was compressed into a single day, but that that was a hell of a battle in the limited two wheel drive, man. Honestly, um, I I don't know the the driver of that car, five hundred six Russell Senior, but man, that car was putting down some amazing times. And unfortunately, it sounds like they just high centered on a snowbank on the very last stage, which was super icy. Man, yeah, it was. I kept refreshing the rally save, seeing if they, what, what was happening. You know, did they post a time? What, what, what's going on? And it was like the last corner of the last stage is where they offed it too. Was it? Uh, yeah, yeah. And the, and I could tell their um, their engine was on, so I'm guessing they had there. There's a car that pulled over there. It looks like and and trying to get a tow. I'm guessing they tried to get a tug and wasn't enough to get them out of there. But I heard they were very far up on a snowbank. Gotcha. I guess kind of similar to last year. There wasn't a bunch of deep snow, right? But there was nothing. Yeah, <laughs> just nothing. You know, people were hoping for gravel. You know that that it would wear through. Maybe a handful of places, but it was mostly either frozen gravel or just absolutely polished ice. Because we ran four stages three times, and that, that caught out a lot of the front guys because they don't usually have to deal with what we deal with back in two wheel drive where. They go through and polish the ice. Some of the stages got a little bit of sun load in, in the second running. And just, you know, you got a little thin layer of water over the ice, and they were just crazy sketchy. So this, this is my fifth snowdrift, and this is definitely the hardest one I've ever done. It it was absolutely crazy. Sorry about the. I'm, I'm staying with a local, which is awesome because it's free and they have a huge garage. Yeah, the the stage is just polished up so much, and yeah, at night too, all your reference points are all screwed up. It was it was a very crazy battle. Just making it to the finish is, you know, we always say that, but this was an absolutely crazy rally, and the last the last set of stages just took so many people out. So, were you following the times of those around you from the very get go? Because it looked like it was close just right from the beginning. Everybody in your class was, for the most part, pretty close to each other. I didn't have any service, but I thought it was fantastic that I would go. You know, as I'm sitting in line to check in the service, um, I just pull up, pull up the, you know, Nathan's combiner, and he's pulling right from the Rally Safe database. And as like it seemed like as cars finish, you know, if they're ten minutes behind us right on the dot they got a time so i could see you know cars coming in and comparing my times to everybody yeah i was i was glued to the screen <laughs> they they had us by like 45 seconds after this at the first service at the second service seemed like they we beat them by a minute on stage five the first first stage which got super icy so man they probably got stuck or something and then it was a that at the second service it was 18 seconds that we were ahead but looking at the times, they were they were gapping us multiple seconds of stage, 9, 10, and 11. Well, of course, you're in the rear-wheel drive BRZ. Um, 
Do you feel that was any advantage or disadvantage out there, or is it just vary from one stage to the other? It's a very interesting car. Uh, it seems, I mean, it seems like front wheel drive has the advantage because it's, it's a little easier to tuck the front end, you know, dip the front end closer to the snow bank where you might have a little bit of loose snow on the ground and get some traction. And the rear just kind of does whatever it does. Whereas I'm constantly balancing, you know, balancing my throttle and left foot braking and just trying to keep the car sliding a little bit. But if I slide too much, so many corners have a lot of off camber that gets super icy. So you're, if you got the car more than a little bit sideways, you're going fully sideways. Well, that's got to be even harder for a rear wheel drive because that little bit sideways, your tires that are drive wheels are that much farther off the off camber, right? Yeah, you're just you're on polished ice, and you're just hoping, you know, keeping keep keep your keep your calibrated 13% throttle, and just try to hold it very carefully. You know, and then as as the back end gets near the snowbank, you get a little bit of traction. You can continue. So, what was it like, uh, tire choice wise? Was it just uh, tractionize everything and get the get the softest, most pliable rubber you could, and hope it lasts as long as it can? Nah, I'm cheap. Um, last year, I bought a I bought a new set of Hakka R3s, and then I just reused them this year. I haven't really driven on them on the street, so they still felt really good. And I, mean, I think it was just really that icy. I'm sure tractionizing could help. But it also wears the tires faster. You're more at risk of punctures, and right. I'm, I'm very. Uh, I try to be very risk averse for snow drifts. And I, I think this is a personal record of snowbanks I've hit. I had one really big spin on the very last stage. I normally last year I maybe hit one snowbank, you know, lightly brushed one snowbank, and I was I was upset about it because I was trying to drive clean because I don't want to get stuck. And then so many times this year that I just get stuck to the outside of the corner. And just bump off the snowbank, and luckily all my tires stayed inflated, no flats or anything. But it was, it was sketchy. There were so many different uh, stage winners, you know, uh, from Patrick Grushka to obviously Russell Senior, who who was uh, in the car that was most closely battling with you. Uh, obviously, you had stage wins out there. Mohammed um, uh, Saleh, he had some stage wins. I mean, it just everybody was really pushing. Mark uh, Mark Rokas, who knows that rally really well, he was out there uh, pushing hard and. <laughs> you just couldn't let yeah, up, man. Apparently, he, he got he he had flat tire issues too. Whatever happened to him, which is too bad. Which you know, I've always enjoyed battling. I really enjoyed my battle with him last year. We were just all constantly trading times, but he made it to the finish. That's that's what, that's what matters. Yeah, close battle is what we live for, you know. And and especially fun when you know you're not just a person that's like, oh yeah, I don't really look at times. No, you're looking. You're pushing where you can, and and you know, playing with the guys around you and. And just having a good time, and uh, sounds like you really enjoyed it. Yeah, I will say it was unfortunate that this year the loop of stages they did, which I really enjoy, but the all the stage starts with my with my phone. I wasn't getting any service, so I had to wait that until I got back to the head, to the high school to look at times. Otherwise, otherwise I would have been looking between every stage. <laughs> Well, good. That's the well. That that that's the uh, kind of uh, excitement we want with our drivers out there. So that's uh, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I'll, I'll give a full full throated thumbs up and endorsement to Rally Safe. It was awesome. Oh, that's right. It's your first time using it. Uh, so, w- were there any specific features that that you like best on it, or just just understanding you know, that that you had the the safety features there and and all that stuff? In the yeah, tracking? getting warnings of cars pulled over, cars going slow. We didn't actually get to use the push to pass, maybe once. Um, but other than that, it's just even just you know sometimes we would we would let a car by, tell the tell the marshals they would press a button on their side, and then our start clock would change automatically on the rally safe. It was just so well integrated. Oh, that's slick. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed it a lot. And, you know, you have then you have you have official rally time. You have you know a GPS auto that's very accurate. Plus all the plus all the cool features of you know, push to pass and stuff. It was really cool. Awesome. And the time, getting the official times right away. <laughs> yeah, well, I must say for someone that's remote and following this rally, that, that was definitely a, a pretty cool feature to have is have the uh, really accurate times from uh, from far away. So, Credit credit to Nathan Usher. His, his, he updated his website to pull from Rally Safe, and it was, it was great. You know, if a, if a car hadn't finished, it wouldn't rank them overall. It would put a little... It highlighted the thing that they're still waiting for a time, and yeah, it was great. 
Well, I'm going to let you get some rest uh, so you can get ready to, to travel home tomorrow. But, uh, again, congratulations on the win in your class. Uh, a great battle. Uh, little rear-wheel drive BRZ winning in limited two-wheel drive at Snowdrift 2021. Good job, man. Thank you very much. All right, take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Mark Piatkowski, winner of the naturally aspirated four-wheel drive class at the Snowdrift Rally, uh, the Ice Rally, I guess we could call it. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it, Mike. That was an exciting event. I, everybody I've talked to so far has just been talking about how just how slick it was. Um, even the the guys that on the first run through that were anybody more than like ten cars back, they're like the whole thing's glare ice. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because the first loop I thought was slick but I hadn't seen anything until the second pass. I mean, it was, it was completely night and day different. I think on the first turn, on the first uh, stage of the, of the second loop, I mean, it was a complete ice rink. I, I'm pretty sure I pressed the brakes and the car went even faster. So Booth went off in that corner. Coin went off in that corner. Um, I think Joseph Burke went off in that corner, but managed to continue. We completely pirouetted. I mean, it was the most insane thing and that just set precedence for for the rest of the event you'd have corners where it's glare ice and and then the next corner is snowy and it's a little bit more grip and then the next corner is back to glare ice i mean it's it's insane mike i've, I've never seen anything like it i've i've ice raced i've driven in snow um i am convinced that michigan ice is like chemically different than any other ice in in the world i mean it, it is just insane <laughs> Well, and then on top of that, not only dealing with conditions like that, the competition in your class didn't make it easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, even though I entered nationally, um, you know, I, I still like to compare myself both both nationally and regionally because, you know, there's just so many great drivers in, um, in NA four-wheel drive. I think overall, Pelizari beat us out, I don't know, what was it, 20 seconds or, or something. Um, and he drove, he drove very well. So, so kudos to him. Um, I think also Adam Kimmett drove a, a very good event being added a seat for, I think, two years or so. Um, and, and just everybody in the class. I mean, realistically, it is the event for a NA four-wheel drive car, right? I mean, it's it's very tough for us to compete in gravel. But, you know, when it comes to snowdrift, power is not an advantage. It's all about traction and getting that power down. So it, it worked out very well for us i mean i i made a huge blunder on on stage two um, i thought my event was done on the last corner of the uh of the second stage i uh, stuffed it into a snowbank put it into first put it into reverse and i got nothing and so i did that for about a minute and then somehow by the grace of god managed to, to get out uh, but that you know put us on the back foot just on the first loop and then it was just trying to play catch up ever ever since uh you know just after that so it was it was crazy but like i said every single corner was just super stressful and and complete insanity mike i I just can't even begin to describe it did you go into this from recce thinking it was going to be this bad or did it seem like it was going to be okay at first and maybe you'd get the slick stuff later or it it seemed like it was going to be okay i know there were some we marked some corners as you know icy breaking because we can already see it polishing up but this was like unbelievable ice you 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 literally press the brakes and it seemed like the car would go faster so i was using the snow banks to slow down which is very dangerous because you're not in the snow banks mm-hmm. i mean it's you know insane insane and what were you using for tires so i originally towed to, to events with uh, a, a diesel van i decided to not take the diesel van and to actually rent a four-wheel drive pickup um, just for safety's sake and it was actually the right decision. Um, and the reason why I, I say that is because just with snow and, and all the kind of conditions that you may encounter at Snowdrift and kind of going there, um, we decided to take the safe option. And the reason why I mentioned that is because we only came to the event with six tires. We were just using standard, um, we used the Michelin X-Ice mm-hmm. uh, DO2 snow tires. Um, we put a, a little cut around the outer edge of it just to give it a nice sharp edge. I don't know if it really did anything or if it didn't, but 
that's that's really all we use. So we came to the event with only six tires, not tractionized, nothing for deep snow. So we kind of kind of gambled on that one. Well, the gamble seemed to work. Uh, others were obviously having similar issues to you, as uh, as you saw, especially with that that corner on uh, stage five. Wow. Yeah, everybody was going off there. I got to send you the footage, Mike. I mean, the the onboard. It, it, I probably had the biggest like what the fuck face on on you know on on myself <laughs> because I, I literally pressed the brakes and it, like I felt the car go faster. You know, I, I see Booth's car like rapidly approaching mine. I saw John Point's car off onto the side, and I'm just like, oh boy, as we're pirouetting, uh, and insane i mean i i've i've been rallying for quite some time you know i think this is my 11th year rallying granted i've done all gravel events and everything but i've done ice racing i've done you know just just driving like a hooligan um you know in my town whenever it snows but this is this is on a whole different level um it's it's just pure insanity i mean i i want to come back for sure um but it yeah this this year between the lack of snow that we you know they this area got and i think the day prior, so during the, so the day of Racky, it was around, you know, 30, 31, maybe 32. So just about freezing. And then overnight, I think it was in the negatives. So, you know, all, every, all the condensation, all of the, um, you know, it, it all basically uh, froze up. So I think that's what contributed to the lack of grip that we experienced at the rally. Plus, the 45, I don't know, 45, 50 cars driving it, you know, three passes each time. Right. I mean, it, it was just a complete ice rink. This is the first time that ARAs used uh, Rally Safe. What was your pitch, uh, opinion of how that worked? Um, I actually thought it was pretty cool. We, we utilized some of the features. Um, we caught up uh, a car ahead of us a couple times and we used the uh, push the pass feature, which I thought was pretty cool. It kind of relays it back to them and say you know hey a car is approaching you um you know just just pull over to a safe safe place and and let them pass i thought that was pretty cool um but i you know the whole world is is using rally safe there is no excuse on on why why we shouldn't i mean it's it's really cool it tells you average speed there's a whole bunch of other features that i guess you can you know ask my co-driver but i thought it was really really beneficial and uh hope we Hopefully we, we stick to it because I think Snowdrift and 100 Acre are kind of our, our test events mm-hmm. you now for it. Um, but I, I really hope that we can we can utilize it going forward because it's 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 really a great feature. Uh, I must say for me being remote, uh, it actually was uh, pretty fun to be able to get that much detail uh, from far away and uh, it being really accurate and whatnot. So it, it made it really fun to follow. Yeah, yeah, Mike, I gotta I gotta send you some some footage on. Once I take a look at all the onboard stuff, because it was it was absolutely incredible. I don't know how well it looks. I haven't haven't I haven't reviewed anything yet on my computer, but just inside the car, you press the throttle, the whole thing gets sideways. I mean, it's it was just pure insanity. I know I keep saying that, but yeah. It's, uh... Well, I was talking to uh, Santiago Iglesias earlier, and he's in a rear-wheel drive BRZ. So if you can imagine. <laughs> he's going no uh, i can't straight i can't, I can't imagine <laughs> right I on the straights imagine. the car is wanting to go sideways every time he puts down the throttle <laughs> oh oh yeah i mean the car is going sideways uh, on me on on the straights in a four-wheel drive car yeah i, I cannot even imagine it on a, on a two-wheel drive car i mean that that's just yeah an, insane well congratulations again thanks for taking the time to chat with us and uh look forward to getting that footage and uh, we'll make sure we share that out you got it, Mike. I, I appreciate the call. Um, I think it's a little late for me right now, but uh, I got a, I think a 15 or 16 hour tow tomorrow Oof. and then work on Monday. But whenever uh, I get settled down, I'll certainly send you the footage and uh, I really appreciate the call. We'll see you at the next one, I guess. Uh, what, what, is, what is the next one for you? I think the next one for me is going to be Southern Ohio. Um, 100 acres, not really a rally i mean i'd love to do it but it's not really a rally for uh, any four-wheel drive car you need a little bit of power to to really do well there so i think the next one for me is going to be southern ohio after i just recoup from <laughs> from snowdrift but i think we're, we're shooting for southern ohio all right sounds good well uh let some of that adrenaline drain out and uh <laughs> we'll chat with you later all right you got it mike have a good night i appreciate it hello fabrizio mirandola this is mike shaw how are you doing Hey Mike, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Well, Can't you should complain. be doing really good because uh, you just won the open two-wheel drive uh, regional for the snowdrift rally, and a very challenging snowdrift rally it was. <laughs> it was very challenging. Yes, 
absolutely. No, can't complain. Can't complain. Went uh, went pretty well overall after kind of a tricky start because we have uh, some issue with the transmission during shakedown. So we have uh, to take the transmission down and basically rebuild overnight. And, you know, we already had an issue at the... Uh, at uh, Ohio last year, so there was a lot of fear of having again trouble. Uh, but overall, it went really well. I'm happy. Co-driver was first race ever, wow. <laughs> basically. So I think that overall we can't um, we can't complain. Yep, can't complain. Did a very very good time on stage nine, I think it was. I didn't even expect. I just say you know like oh, car was still really good. I think we are going to have a good time. You know, good stage time, as we didn't expect to be so good. So, yeah, very happy about that. <laughs> well, you also have a very unique car in your uh, little Fiat 500 Abarth. Um... It's intentional. <laughs> we didn't want, honestly, to build uh, another Subaru or another Fiesta. That was uh, the overall purpose. And we want to show something different, and we want to bring also something different in the in the rally right in u.s yeah and um, my experience came from abart so I, I used to work there and i have a passion in my heart there so i knew the potential of the car so it was like well let's test it on the field here in u.s and see how how we go and we also like that people like that right and they are like oh that's a cool car it's a cool small little white eggs they're racing and it seems fast so <laughs> it's definitely add some you know uh, some happiness to the to the experience overall, right? Because you expect all this uh, Subaru or a nice Fiesta going fast. No one expects like a small Fiesta that can go fast. So we are happy about that. So do you think that uh, smaller chassis with how nimble it is was uh, any type of advantage, you know, trying to find places for grip? Because, yeah, you're right. That, that stage nine, that was a killer time. Not really, because actually it's very, very snappy. Uh, because it's tall and short, mm. but also it's light. Uh, so I think that one of, one of the advantages, just like versus a long wheelbase car, that if it goes sideways, you risk to have the rear push you, and really you do a 360 spin. Uh, we were able instead to go like 90 degree and keep traction, you know, wide open throttle and, and keep the car sideways. So that would be an advantage, I think. Um, overall, you just need to believe, you know, that the rear is going to follow you and you're going to do the turn and it's happened. So <laughs> that is more or less what it is. The, the car overall performed really nice. It's a very, very nice weight balance setup, even if like the chassis itself, right, the dimension is not ideal because it's a sh short wheelbase and tall, but the engine have a nice power uh, torque, the weight is right. So it's very easy to drive. That is what I want to say. It's not really have never any scary uh, feeling on the car. And I think that that is what it really helps. Some other car, they can give you like a lot of power, but then they became kind of scary in the term of feeling of driving. And this car is quite the opposite. It's, it's very easy. It's very predictable. So I think that that is what makes the difference in this condition when especially in the, at night uh, with a little bit of snow that was on the ground, the conditions were more stable versus the stage in, the, in this morning and afternoon, then is where it really was, became easy to drive, I want to say. And that is where we didn't really even push, honestly. Giving a nice, nice momentum and, and, you know, turn out pretty well. So no mistakes or try to limit the mistakes and try to carry speed through the corner without get stuck in snowbank so unfortunately you haven't done a, a lot of rallying in, in the u.s yet and so your start position was quite a ways back for the speed that you can yeah. actually do so those folks farther back were saying the ice was especially bad just right from the get-go yeah 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 was very bad and i mean even overall like i don't think i think we catch the car in front of us basically in every special stage i may catch just at the very end and we knew that exactly for what you say, right? Because uh, I have some racing experience in Europe, but didn't really count in the U.S. And so we start in the very, very back. Um, and that's okay, right? We need to build uh, we need to build uh, the the ARA speed factor, but was definitely contributing, you know, to some of the timing we have. But uh, you know, we are looking forward to to grow. And as I said, this mainly showed the potential of the car. 
for sure a better starting position was beneficial you know we were like i think 44 so we are very very in the back and there was so much ice and some of these uh, some of the junction were were really polished even at like at 5 miles per hour we were able not able to stop sorry we were just sliding over so that was definitely was definitely a challenge and even for me first time ever doing snow drift i never run snow drift they came to see that but they never really run so uh, you know all the other competitor uh, i know santiago i know Kevin Smith, they they know the race very well, so they knew all of these trick and for us, right? And does it mean put reverse or get on a snowbank? So it's like, okay, <laughs> that's how we get the experience of snow drift. <laughs> but uh, no, it's a, it definitely was a very fun event, uh, challenging for the ice for sure, challenging for change of grip more than the ice itself because some section was uh, with a lot of grip or you were able to turn the car in and then immediately 50 feet after that was just ice and there was no way to stop the car. So challenging for sure. Did you end up having to uh, bounce off any snowbanks? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We jumped in a couple of snowbanks. We, we went on two wheels a couple of times. Um, we have, uh, again, co-driver was the first race ever and he still did an amazing job. Uh, but, you know, there was some left uh, three or uh, right three called very late so we ended up into the snowbank but luckily we didn't get stuck into the snowbank and and also mistake on my side when I was trying just to still figure it out the balance of the car and you know upsetting the car a little bit too much and going to the snowbank so it's as usual is a combination of getting luck and being the right place at the right moment right so uh, we had to use reverse a couple of times we never really spoon too bad we just went like sideways without really spinning or stopping uh, but mainly we catch car in front of us that that was a little bit annoying right time wise but also we know that till we don't have a better uh, timing factor and, and speed factor uh, we have to start in the back so it's okay <laughs> this is the first event that aries used the rally safe uh, system and i've been asking the drivers you know what they thought of that and and for you it sounds like a a, a specific one where you'd ended up probably using that push to pass feature we use the push to pass yeah we use the push to pass a couple of times uh, i think overall was really nice i don't i don't have nothing to complain actually and i think it was also nice to know when another car in front was stuck uh, it was also nice for me with the angle that to use was easy for me to see that was blinking yellow and you know immediately i can slow down um, so i have nothing to complain about the only thing is maybe a better uh, training maybe for the co-driver a little bit more than what we have done but of course with you know, COVID life, there is really nothing more that we can do. You need to send them over to spend some time with the Gelsominos. There we go. Uh, we that... <laughs> spoke already. You know that like me and Alex, we, we both speak Italian. So right? uh, we, we are there and chatting. We were chatting because actually he's saying that they won the special stage. I didn't even know that because we arrived and we're just like, look, we have this issue with the gearbox. We just won't arrive till the end. So when we arrived at the end and we were, we were, you know, waiting, I, I went to say hi to him and talking. He's like, oh, you were fast. You went some special stage. And I was like, I, I don't know. I didn't even check the time, to be honest, you know. I was like, oh, you did really well. And so then I ended up checking. It was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so I guess it ended up well. So it's good. It's good to know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm glad for them too. Yeah, maybe you'll be mixing it up with uh, Andre Durazio and uh, and Alex Gelsomino <laughs> more frequently here in the near future. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you know, we do this for fun. We we have a, we have a passion for rally. It's what I did before in in Europe. It's uh, you know how I grow up. It I, I came from Turin, and I actually my city is Kivasso, that is the city where the Lancia was. So I grow up here in oh. the Lancia Delta testing. So. It's, it's in my blood and it's uh, it's an addiction, right? So I was really trying to bring something new to the American rally scene. Um, and I think that, you know, with this result, the, we achieve, you know, what we were trying to do. Um, and then I love the rally community, right? Uh, there are so many friends. It's always nice to be here. So um, I'm really, really happy about that. And I actually hope that, Hopefully, it's even growing, growing, even with Dirt Fish supporting, uh, make it even better. So I really hope for that. 
Well, we love having you as part of the uh, rally community. It, it is just a big family. And, uh, it, you know, the, the competition's awesome, but the camaraderie's even better, right? And that's something I always like yeah. to say. And yep. congratulations, <laughs> man. That that was a hell of a performance that you put on there. And one of the you. coolest cars, because, you know, normally <laughs> I see a normal, normal little 500 on the street, and I'm like, okay, nah, not too excited. But I've yeah. seen your build, and that is a proper build that is such a beautiful looking little car um Thanks. and uh you know i should probably share it the the video that you have where you uh, yep, uh, show off yep. the car that's on youtube it's yeah it's just yeah. spectacular man yeah we try we try to do the best as we can and and i think it's um, a little bit of the craftsmanship that came from being italian and try nice thing and design is part of it and also quality is part of it right so even when we make the wrap on the car we really try to put attention to the detail um, because it's part of also what we want to bring here right so um, that car also mentioned that they said if we were building another Subaru or another Fiesta it's it's another one in the group and instead uh, we don't want to do that and we are also excited to see the uh, external video from the race you know we have the camera car but where we see all this all the time that we saw public on the road we try to make a little bit more sideways just you know there is people <laughs> up there but actually what is funny like because was a because was a covid life there were only people living there so you can see their house and they were just sitting there seeing so we're like well these people can move from their house at least let's give some good show so oh, i love <laughs> it well. show off for the spectators that's the best we yeah love that. yeah yeah <laughs> you have to right <laughs> Well, yes, what's the yeah. next round that we're going to end up seeing you in that fabulous Fiat? We 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 are thinking probably in, in Ohio again. Um, uh, so FR was like amazing last year. You know, again, we have an issue, but the race itself, we love the road uh, and we love the competition. It's just personally for me, like I'm always busy with work and the car was supposed to be driven by a European driver, but with COVID, you know, it's, um, mm -hmm. it's kind of gets stopped. So if actually then, you know, we don't know yet, but if we found some good driver that it's interested, uh, maybe the car could be seen even more often, right? <laughs> than what I can bring it out. But so far, I think uh, South uh, Ohio is probably the next event. Well, we'll be excited to see it out there and see you out there as well. Uh, I mean, like I said, it's it's an awesome build, and maybe we'll see other people interested in building something like that because it, it that is a cool, cool car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks. It's uh, it's definitely something out of the ordinary, right? But uh, yeah. and uh, we are happy that show the potential. We were also like you know questioning about from you know all our study, all our math. We were like we should be competitive, but. The real, you know, the real way to test it is, is to be on the race. So it's good to have some result on paper that can demonstrate that. Again, uh, congratulations, great result. Yeah, and again, Thanks like we, I told you, like whenever you are you are around, feel free. Now, actually, we moved to Grand Rapids, but you know, uh, I will be more than happy to you know spend some time really like around the car and show you and talk a little bit of like the history behind. Will be, it will be a fun side activity. So. More than happy to do that whenever we have a chance. Well, if I get out there, I'd love to do so. Um, again, congratulations. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ciao. Bye-bye. Mr. Shaw, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, Mr. Booth. I got a spam risk number from you. What is that about? Well, I am uh, calling from my uh, Skype recorder instead of from my cell phone because I want to record it. Ah, okay. That's probably why. <laughs> how you been, man? I I've been pretty good. I'm missing being at a rally physically, but... Um... This whole rally safe thing, actually, I got to follow what you guys are doing pretty closely. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, was it? Was it? I I checked a a couple times on the times and stuff, and it seemed like it was working pretty well. Did it work well for you guys? For you? Yeah, no. It's uh, it, what's interesting is not only did they have the the accurate stage times, but uh, we had actually split times, so I could actually look yeah, on some of the that. stages. Yeah, that, that you could see different sectors and and places where some folks were faster than others. Um, but let's talk about your snowdrift rally. Um. You know, right out of the gate, you and uh, Enda were tied for time on the very first stage. And yeah. then you just started stretching your legs from there for, for a while there. It was looking pretty damn good, man. Yeah, it was uh, it was just really tricky. Like, we, we tested on Tuesday. I, I tested on Tuesday. and Or, sorry, Wednesday. And um, the road conditions were, on that test road, they were extremely slick. And there was a ton of ice. And 
then, you know, in recce, the stages three and four and, and even one and two, like one and two were a little more treacherous to me. There were some more bear spots, but there was, there was more ice there, at least on the, uh, on the first pass. I don't know about the second or third because we didn't make it that far, but um, I saw that I saw times were, were slowing way down. So I'm sure that, uh, that ice got exposed, but yeah, I just, I, um, I just took it really easy. Like I, I have that one day last year at Snowdrift, the the Saturday, we didn't even get there until Friday night. So jumped in on, on Saturday and then the one test day on Wednesday and we went out for a run or two on Thursday to shake the car down, make sure everything was good still. And I just have a, not a lot of experience in the snow. So we took it easy and I started to just push more and more and more and found the limit. <laughs> Ran out of talent. <laughs> I guess let's talk about that because, like I said, the first loop was looking really good. Um, you're, you're definitely heading the class, and well, you were sitting fourth overall, and um, obviously it looked like you were comfortable uh, at the end of that first loop. But yeah, everything definitely became more polished on that second pass because uh, you actually picked to be fourth on the road, um, right? So you won the seated draw, and that next yeah. pass was that just like the first corner on stage five, the repeat of uh, stage one. Yeah, it was it was the second corner. I chose fourth because I, I I knew I had such little snow experience that I I knew Barry, Travis, and Brandon all have a ton of experience. And honestly, I just I couldn't tell if I was going to be able to find the ice or not. So I figured, hey, here's three guys who might be able to find it before I do. If I see them off, then I know to slow down. But uh, yeah, it, it was the it was the second corner in stage five, so stage one of the loop, um, and we just went into a braking zone. There was a there was a bit of a a small um, like a small brow in the road. So I used the compression to brake. And as soon as the car got light, it just completely locked up. And I tried to recover and it just, I couldn't get it. Uh, as soon as you lock those up, the, the engine stalled. And it was just, it was a solid sheet of ice. I walked back and forth a couple of times after we, after we got out of the car. And yeah, it was just a solid sheet of ice. I couldn't get the car, couldn't get the wheels moving again to get the engine going. And so we just drifted off the road. And it, um, it was a treasure spot. That was where our teammate John Coyne went off. Um, then we had about four or five others who almost hit our car, either spin and got going again or went up into the bank and luckily got out. So it was a, it was a treacherous corner. That's what I was hearing is that specific corner was like the corner. Everybody yeah. that was going to have an off seemed to, to go off there. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Like as soon as the brakes started to lock up, the car accelerated, which is like, yeah, it, it's so weird. And I, I knew it was going to be a little more polished, but I didn't think it was going to be that polished. And the, the second two stages on the first loop started to have a lot of uh, – there was a lot more snow on those stages, so you could start to carry some speed in the corners. And, and you know, I, I just tried to build my comfort level up a little bit more, a little bit more. And we went out on AO34s on the second loop, and I think all that, uh, all that top layer of snow was brushed out and the ice was starting to be exposed. So we had bad tire choice and just, you know <laughs> – Low talent in snow. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Well, I'm just impressed. You you found some AO34s. Those are like the coveted tire for snow rallies uh, that are, are are no longer made and you just can't find. Yeah, I know. Barry, Barry pulled them out of somewhere. I I, just, I don't ask questions. I just drive them. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Yeah. Team did pretty good. I mean, yeah, Barry wasn't at the front there, but. Uh, I, I must say that the McKenna guys, I mean, you had Durazio coming out with a win uh, using a car there. You had Kian ended up also on the podium in the R2. And really, the the whole crew did a bang-up job. Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. It's, it's really exciting seeing, I think, Kian and Andre are both 18, 18 or 19. And, uh, you know, it's it's cool to see younger people getting into rally and battling in, in those cars. It's, it's pretty cool to see. But, yeah, they had a – McKenna Motorsports had a great weekend. It's like, you know, they, they had – three or four mechanics bail on them. They were short staffed and it was unbelievable how well of a job those guys did, especially in those conditions in the, in the freezing cold temperatures. What was your experience with rally safe? Well, so the only features we really got to play with or use was the, okay, obviously when we, when we went off and that worked, that worked great. Um, I don't, I haven't heard any reports of if the competitors behind us were notified on rally safe, whether there was a car off up ahead or not. Um, but and they did i i have heard from that yeah good good yeah and and everything else was great you know in some of the stages they didn't have timing boards up so i could use the rally safe to you know my obviously nick my co-driver had had rally time on his watch but you know it's it's good to have a secondary and even tertiary backup when it comes to timing so i really enjoyed having it and i think you know in a safety 
scenario, you know, for safety, I think it, it would work really well. And, and the times, I don't think anybody, any of the competitors had issues with the times being off. Whereas compared to before, sometimes we'd have discrepancies when it came to stage times when we get it out, you know, we'd have to really, we'd have to, uh, you know, keep track on the time cards and sometimes, you know, do an inquiry into stage times when it came to the official time results. Yeah, so far the only, uh, you know, I was just looking through the inquiries because you can look at those. They have the uh, online notice board. By the way, I love online notice right. boards. They're so much nicer, uh, especially when oh, you're following yeah. remotely. But uh, every notice that I saw that had to do with a, a timing thing was somebody that slowed down to check on a competitor. Um, yep. And it was all tracked and rally safe in the time given back. Or it was a time control where... Um, there's some ATCs where they had either some issues getting used to the unit or, or the new process or um, there was some sort of glitch or something like that where a whole bunch of people had the same issue of like showing as early or late right. or whatever and they negated all of those because it was consistent and they're able to find it. So, yeah. Awesome. yeah. So other than that, I, it seems like it went fairly, I mean, not flawless, but it worked out pretty well. So Yeah, and the split times, I haven't had a chance to, to mess with those um, yet either. I haven't looked at them yet. Um, but you know, that's, that's something that would be really cool to be able to dive into in the future and have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then you can see just which areas maybe from a loop that, uh, you know, your closest competition was faster than you and, and where you can maybe make up time. But, uh, so yeah. are you going to be at hundred acre wood as the next round then? That's the plan. Excited to have you uh, back out again and, and on a more familiar surface. Yeah. Excited to get back to travel. You know, it's it's cool that the R5s have a class of their own. They're not just a um, a cup, right? There's so many that are competing right. now that it's a whole class. You got Enda out there with the Hyundai now. Um, it's just it's just really cool to have that level of uh, consistent competition out there, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Joseph Burke. You, we we were talking all year last year, and I know he wanted to pull the trigger, and so he finally did. And, and I I think we have. The last time I checked, I think there's eight or nine R5s going to going to 100 acres, so it's going to be exciting, and it's cool to see some some you know variety too. Like end up bringing over the Hyundai, and Barry still has his Skoda, so I'm sure that might make an appearance at some point. Um, but you know, it's it, it's cool to see that in the states. Well, thanks so much for uh, taking some time to give us a little chat. Tell us about telling us about your experience. Um, maybe next year at Snowdrift, we'll have actual snow and not just glare ice, and uh, you can enjoy it a little bit more. All right, man. Yeah, absolutely. I'll uh, try to find ice a little better, too, next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you at 100 Acre Wood, and take care. Bye-bye. All right. See you, Mike. Thanks. And thank you again to all the competitors that took my calls. As I said, there's still more to come later this week. This has been the Open Paddock Rallycast presented by Oz Rally Pro, and also a shout-out to our other partner, Melee Design Firm. I'm your host, Mike Shaw, reminding you to keep it shiny side up, but not quite glare shiny. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>